Hello and welcome to Mindset Matters. I'm your host Jack Coots and on this week's episode I'm carrying out my second ever interview. Really excited this week to be joined by Sam Bowen who is a guy who's living his best life, inspiring people every single day by showing up authentically online and following his purpose by helping people with their weight loss and fitness goals. Hey Sam, thank you, uh, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. You're welcome, uh, mate. It's my pleasure. It's been a while. Yeah, it has, it has. And uh, like I said to you before, you're someone who has certainly inspired me within my career, um, and I'm sure you inspire loads of your followers as well. So hopefully, we've got some good nuggets we can get from you today. For It'll make my make my head bigger than what it already is, mate. You uh, make my well, head bigger yeah. than what it is. Now I appreciate yeah. that, mate. And it's nice to know that what I'm putting out is getting recognised. And if I can inspire as many people as possible, then I mean, I'm I'm winning. I'm winning. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the behind it, right? Exactly. I'm winning. Like you know, sometimes it doesn't even feel like a job, mate. What they say, if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. And sometimes I feel like I generally do feel like that every day. Like yeah. it's just I get up and I'm like, I'm actually doing this shit for a living. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's wild when you just got that like sweet spot of just actually getting up and living your life. This is what I mean. Like people. Well, I think you know, what we spoke about beforehand is that you sh- no one deserves to get up every single day and dread their day. Like, if you're not happy in something, you you have you have the power to change it. You just got to take action. Yeah. That's with, with, with anything in life. Like, you shouldn't have to feel like where you are right now is where you where you're gonna be. If something's not you know serving you anymore, then you've got to change it. You know, yeah. you can you can relate to that. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. We're all we're, we're both in business, changing our lives. So yeah, yeah it's good. Love that. Um, so for, for those not listening, hopefully they're, they're thinking, okay, for those listening who don't know you, sorry, hopefully they're thinking, um, who's this guy? He sounds really inspiring. So, uh, <laughs> Cambridge's so, favourite PT. Oh, Cambridge's favourite <laughs> PT. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, who, who are you? What, what do you do for those who, who don't know? So my name's Sambo and I am a personal trainer slash legend. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, I've been PT for about 10 years now. And um, it's come about 10 years crazy when I say that. But yeah, um, kind of just fell into it. Like, you people always ask me this, you know, why, how did you get into being a PT? And I'm like, I don't really know. It's just, I was training and I, I went through a couple of career, like, changes in my head. I actually done, went to college, trained to be in the army, with police, um, uh, fire service, with the uniform services. And I was like, I think I was just doing it just because I didn't know what else to do. Didn't leave school with the best grades and then, so I was in the gym and I was like, I'm actually quite enjoying training and that. I can make, if I can turn this into a living, then win-win. So, but yeah, not, I don't know. You just kind of fall into it, really. It's just something feels right and just go for it. You know, it's been a, been a bit of a slug right at the start of my of my career and that, but you just got to pro, uh, be consistent with thinking. If you're consistent, then things will fall into the place how it's meant to in the end. Yeah, yeah. That's got yeah. It's almost like straight away, you you've done that thing that most people try and do 10 15 years down the line when they start their career where you realize straight away what your passion is and you've just naturally yeah. followed it right well it's just like it, I, didn't, I didn't really didn't know it was a passion until i started um just going into pt career i mean i've always loved helping people like i love i love helping people i'll do it now or like even obviously do it now but if i'm just outside the gym environment i'm going down the coffee shop or wherever outside I always find myself randomly giving people advice on what to do with their lives. And I'm yeah. like, I think it's just common nature for me. Like I don't, 
I don't, yeah, it just comes out naturally. Like it's it's embedded in me now, just to like try and help people as much as possible. So I put that same mindset into my work as well. And um, yeah, and it's just, you know, I've been, I'm working now at a place I can only ever dream of. So it's yeah, it's been it's just so rewarding. And this year has been such a a takeoff for me, like um, personally figuring out who I am as well and. Yeah, and it's, I think like that's helped with everyone else as well. So it's uh, it's good. Things are good at the moment. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I think um, like it's interesting how you say like people will, you just see people you know and they'll start asking you for advice. I think there's like an interesting thing when you when you start showing up on socials authentically, how people will recognise you for that. And um, yeah. to give you a bit of background for those listening. So me and Sam and I each other for quite a few years I think we were like even in nursery weren't we like probably from the, about the I age of four think it must be what yeah. 25, 25 years must be must be um, absolutely crazy yeah yeah it's mental and um, obviously you were I remember at school you were always quite like a quite a positive guy always there for the laugh having, having positive a good time. Guy, positive guy probably chubby little kid running around pushing his weight around yeah, yeah, you, you were a big lad though, weren't you? Not, not like I was, I've always been a big lad. I've got that, I've got that kind of neck. Yeah, naturally big, big build, weren't you? And um, and I can remember when you started training properly, like you just accelerated, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's when you're first starting out in the gym. Well, I don't know. Even when you get your PT course, you ain't got a clue what you're doing. Mm. You ain't got a clue what you're doing. You just get the certificate. You learn the basic fundamentals, and then you just you figure out as you go along. Like my, I look back to the early PT sessions I, I did with my clients and I apologise to them. Tell, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm like, I'm making them do stupid circuits, random fairy dust exercises. And I'm like, what are you doing, mate? I look back and I think, but it, I think, what are you doing? But right now, you, that's, it's all part of your career journey. You know, you, when you first start as a PT, you don't know who, who you are as a, as a coach you don't know the identi- identity that you'll want to create for yourself you just figure that shit out as you go along yeah like it's you know i learned more about myself over the last 10 years from coaching people trial and error um every different array of client than i ever did on my pt course you just need that certificate and then you can just figure out the rest you go along yeah so um yeah it's it's been it's been a journey i mean i'm, I'm only just getting started so it's good I feel like I've, at the moment I've really got a clear vision of who I am as a coach, how I, what what works and what doesn't work, and the message I'm putting across is pretty is pretty similar to everyone I, everyone I talk to now. So you you find out your little niche and you know and you just rock that, rock that. Yeah, definitely. And um, I guess one of the things that I've noticed you talk about quite a lot on socials, which when when I think about like probably when you started out as a PT is probably is probably quite different for you, is yeah. uh, is not just the the fitness side but the nutritional side where mm-hmm. you're not just about telling people right yeah you got to be in calorie deficit all the time you got to cut weight you got to be ten percent body fat to to be fit or whatever you're you're also about people in their life right? It's a, what I actually wrote down my notes earlier. I think my the purpose behind how I want how I want people to define fitness, they need to define what look, what fitness looks like to them. Yeah. So if you're if you're you know Instagram, TikTok, whatever, like it's it's terrible for portraying an image what people think they need to look like to fit in the fitness industry or yeah. or, or, the, or the general population. Like it's I just did a post last night about it. Someone asked me what fitness, what my definition of fitness was, and it was like 
just feeling basically just feeling confident in the skin you're in and it's yeah. like but that will look different to everyone else you know your your definition of fitness might be i want to rock a, rock, rock a t-shirt on the i'm sorry rock topless on the beach without a t-shirt i feel confident enough to do it it could be yeah. a female feeling feeling really confident and happy in a wedding dress like that's fitness it's not about being chiseled and lean and having abs popping out you know what i mean it's not that's what people think that they need to look like they need to look or be a certain way to to be able to be not be in the fitness industry but to be fit that makes sense yeah. um yeah. but yeah i mean nutrition play a massive part in that you know i'm yeah I'm, I'm all about living your life you have to have something that you want to enjoy in your diet on a day-to-day basis for it to be sustainable but you've got to find that fine line like it's there's a comes a point if you're continuously fueling bad habits then you're going to continuously go off track so you've yeah. got to try and you have to have the mental stability in your diet to be able to think all right i'm going to have that chocolate bar today but i'm going to leave it at that and then, then i'm going to get back on track tomorrow something like that I won't want people to feel like they can't enjoy the, the food and drink they want in their in their lives um, just to get a result. When in reality, you can get a result and still enjoy the food, the foods you love, in moderation, of course. So um, I'll never I'll never scrutinise anyone for going <clears throat> excuse me off, off track on their diet. I'm like, that's life. Life happens. Yeah. Just get back on track the next day. If you can get back on track the next day. If you can't, then we need to address the areas that you could be going wrong. It's all about. It's all about it's all about behavior changes, as you know. You know, yeah. if you address the behavior changes, then that's the most important thing in regards to eliciting a result in the long run. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I think like I've I've certainly fell into that trap myself in my life, where you kind of have this ideal that to be fit, you kind of need to starve yourself for three months and allow yourself yeah. like a, a cheat day once every it's, couple of months away the way you exactly. can like six thousand yeah. calories in a day which isn't I mean, in itself yeah i'm no means a big fish in the industry like i've not got i'm not that well known of course not i mean i like to think i'm a little bit in cambridge now but yeah. it's like um there's so much crap out there on the socials that the people will just be a sponge with they people people think you need to eat your five a day to to be healthy obviously you need some fruit you know what i mean stuff like that you've got your swimming worlds your weight watches all these fad diets juice plus whatever yeah. like these are meal replacements um shapes on juice plus something like that you're just basically um creating worse worse habits for someone saying they need to starve themselves and only have like a a, meal, a couple meal replacement shakes a day or something like that to get a result then it's not sustainable in the long run you know swimming worlds you're sinning people for having certain things like and it's like you're already that person's coming to you with already a bad relationship with food you're, yeah. you're you're fueling it even more just like you know you're telling people that just because they put on a couple of pounds when they get weighed in that they've ruined their diet i mean no you that's not right the people behind these sort of these fitness kind of fads they have no education on on weight fluctuation or anything like that it's yeah. People, I've got no problem with my clients using the scales to monitor their progress, but they need to have an education behind where the weight fluctuation is coming from. Mm. You know, like you know, it's, people think because you put on weight on the scales, you, you you're getting fatter. No, you're not. You know, your water retention. You know, if your females are on a menstrual cycle. You, you know, you haven't been to the toilet in the morning. You know, stuff like that. Like it's just little things, and people get so you know. Um, blindsided by the scales that they forget to look at every other area in their life that they're making progress without realizing yeah yeah that makes complete sense and um i think it's a trap a lot of people fall into isn't it particularly yeah. in the current 
current kind of society. Um, I think one thing that's really interesting that I've seen from you is that you, you're, you're more than just a PT though. Um, mm. And obviously I, I haven't been a client of yours, but I can imagine what your clients get from you isn't just the bog standard, right, come into the gym, we go lift some heavy stuff, mm. or we go we no. jump up and down for, for an hour um, and then you're done. And I'm going to give you some tips on nutrition maybe, but it feels like what you're trying to do for your clients is far more holistic. And it's that link between yeah. mental and, and fitness, right? I wouldn't be one of them. What you do outside the gym is 10 times, 20 times, 100 times more important what you do in the gym. Mm. You see me once a week or twice a week, something like that. We'll train, we'll, we'll build the body that you desire to have. And outside, I'll be on your case 24-7, checking in, asking you how you are, what you're doing today, how are you feeling, how are you feeling after that workout, how's your food been like? Having that accountability, that 24-7 support from a coach is the most important thing. Like, you need, you need, to, make, need to make the client feel like you give a shit. Yeah. You, need to make the, you need to make the client feel like they're, they're special, that you care. It's, all, it's, it's, a, it's a value service at the end of the day. You know, if a client walks in and be like, oh, you have... It's good for you to remember what they've done the last week, as in like, well, they're outside that. Oh, how was your weekend away with your family? Oh, you've had your hair done today. That looks nice. Oh, how was your night out with the boys? You know, you remember these things and they think, oh, he listens. He listens. I think that's number one thing a lot of coaches could take on, on there is like, all right, make sure that you generally care about what they're getting up to with their life outside because yeah. outside aspects will always have an effect on their result. Always yeah. have an effect and you can't overlook them kind of look then this is why it's important to dive into the psychology a little bit more and be like actually are you feeling all right mate sort of thing today how are you today sort of thing and if like oh, actually you know i'm not feeling too great okay well let's chat about it okay we'll sort that out and then we'll train afterwards yeah and it, you know it's interesting i think like for, for me when i've been feeling a bit shit about myself or about my life that's when the that's when the unhealthy habits kick in and now mm -hmm. the times where you're like do you know what i don't want to go to the gym this morning i don't want to have to get up and go to the gym I just want to lie, lie in or I'm gonna go drink some beers tonight because I just feel yeah. a bit crap and I'm going people, to have, people have an emotional connection to food and drink you know they have the, they, they you know up in there of course we would have you know we've had a really bad day at work or we're not happy in a certain aspect of our life we'll reach for the biscuit tin we'll reach yeah. for a bottle of wine we'll have a boot we'll have a we'll have a beer because we're trying to soothe ourselves from a life that we don't like mm. this is what I mean but all, all you're doing is fueling bad habits so yeah you may take the edge of it there and then but afterwards you're going to feel like shit in the morning you're going to be and it's going to be a never a never ending circle that's going to keep happening you're going to keep addressing that you're going to keep going to that um sorry you're not going to keep, you're not going to address the actual specific internal problem that's making you feel that, that you need to do that to make yourself feel better so um but yeah i mean it's it's all about creating better habits and people think it's too it's why they don't start something is because they think it's too hard to adhere to. But yeah. in reality, you just need to do a little bit here and there. Then it'll just come natural in the end. But just, I like the saying, wake up and do something you don't want to do every single day to break a bad habit. If you're, fuel, if you're doing something that you're doing every single day, you're just fueling bad habits and you're not addressing the issues. Yeah. But yeah, people just need to feel like they, they don't need to uh, always resort to food to make them feel happy. Like, go out, go for a walk, clear your head, have some water. Like just natural remedies rather than doing something that you know is not going to make you feel better, but you do it anyway. Mm. And the truth, that, we've all been there as well, haven't we? The truth is like when you're using food or alcohol or, you know, if you're 
going down a, a darker path of using substances to mask the, the unhappiness you have in your life. Mm-hmm. You're just creating that cycle because you have that initial like, oh yeah, this this pizza tastes great. I know it's the first yeah. one I've had this week, but it tastes great. And then in the morning, yeah. you wake up, you're going to feel bloated, you're going to look in the mirror, you're going to go, yeah, oh, shit, gonna... I've not gone to the gym again this week. And it's mm-hmm. just that continuous It's a narrow-ending cycle, yeah. Of course it is. Like, you just... And then it, I've got no issues with my clients having a mm. cheat meal. I hate calling it a cheat meal, but just yeah. go and have the meal, have the burger. Like, you know, it's not a cheat meal, it's just it's called living your life. Yeah. It's, like I said, it comes a fine line of you, yeah, can you do that? And then can you get back on track the next day? If yeah. you can't, then we need to cut them out completely. And then once you've got the mental capacity to be able to deal with, oh, I, I can look at myself and feel like oh, I deserve that piece and now I'm going to have it and then I'm going to stop at that. But what it is, I don't like people feeling guilty as well. So if they've had something, they're like, oh my God, I've lost all my progress now. I said, nah, one, one pizza isn't going to make you fat as one Tupperware box of chicken and broccoli isn't going to make you lean. Mm-hmm. It's about if you're consistent with one or two of them, then you're either going to get fat or you're going to get lean. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. It's about finding that balance. Yeah, completely. I think, like, similar to you, I don't like to call things like cheat meals. For me, oh, it's it. always it's it. a treat meal. So if I'm going to go out and have a few beers, I'm treating myself for the hard work. Yeah. Or, uh, you just, that reward, right? or you're just enjoying your life. Like, yeah. You're just enjoying your life. And, um, yeah, it, it comes to, it comes to like, a, it's, a, it's a fine line again of, are you, are you um, able to withstand the consequences of, of that night out yeah. and be like, oh, I'm going to be all right with that next day? If it's going to keep giving you into a downward spiral, then we need to like curb that for a bit and then build up your strength, your mental um, ability to be able to withstand. That's not going to make you feel good, but are you going to be all right the next day to get back to what you were doing, your healthier habits? So yep. this behavior changes. Um, I like to tell people they can, they can enjoy their life. Obviously, the, um, for sustainability, you have to incorporate things you love into your life. but. If you're doing it so much that you're just going around and around and around and around, then yeah, you need to address a little bit, the little bits of it beforehand um, to adhere to a longer longevity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of the things, one of the things I wanted to bring to the podcast for a little while um, is talking about the the links between your physical health and your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be fascinated to kind of get your view on that as someone who. I know is passionate so much about bringing that to you as well. Yeah, it, yeah, massively. Um, we can, like I said, talk to a lockdown, for example. Mm. People were sluggish, lethargic. You're taken out of your environment in the gym where you know you're going to get better results because you're around positive people, positive yeah. atmosphere, and take that all away from you. You find out, actually, God, my fitness means is one of the most natural remedies I can do to get to elicit a better, better mental state. Yeah. Um, but, but again, people just... They neglect it. Like, if someone's, so I don't want to use the word depression, but if someone feels depressed, they will automatically think it's something a, a lot bigger than what it is. I'm like, well, are you going to the gym? Are you training? Are you sleeping well? Are you um, going out for walks? Are you, get, are you being active? Like, like, oh no. I said, well, why don't you start by doing these little things like that? Then they will adhere to a better mental change in the long run. I know it runs a lot deeper than that, but people need to stop, don't overlook the basic things you can do just to get yeah. a better mental health. Um, but yeah, I, I understand it definitely from personal experience, it runs a lot deeper than that. But yeah, you can do little things to make yourself feel better on a day-to-day basis. And then obviously the bigger, the deeper running issues in your mind will need to be addressed as well. But 
once you start to feel better about yourself, fitter, active, these things in your mind that, that the demons in your mind will be a lot clearer. Yeah. You have a lot more clearer on it just because you're, you're feeling better about yourself by doing the basic fundamentals. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I, for me, like the gym is, it's almost like my safe space. Because yeah, what I, yeah, completely. And what, what I love to do is go to the gym and I don't tend to listen to music personally. Like unless I'm doing cardio, which you can't mm-hmm. listen to a podcast necessarily when you're doing cardio personally because yeah, yeah. it just doesn't motivate me. But if I'm just kind of doing some some weights, I'll throw on a podcast and I'll just do some reflection. Mm-hmm. And I quite often have my best thoughts or my best realizations. So yeah, me yeah. too. It's interesting, isn't it? When you when you take that time and you you're in that well, you're releasing so many happy hormones into your into your body by by training, by working out. You know, you're releasing serotonin, you're releasing dopamine, you're getting all these dolphins rushing through your body. You, you tend, everything feels a lot clearer. And you feel, sometimes I feel like I haven't got any stress while I'm in the gym because you're just focusing just solely on yourself for that one hour workout. And everything just feels like, oh, it's a lot clearer after that workout. You think, actually, do I feel so much better? So, yeah, if you're feeling crap about a certain thing, then I always say go and exercise, go for a walk, get in the gym, do a workout. But again, it runs deeper than that. Some people don't feel confident enough to be able to go in the wall and in the in the gym at the moment, or something something like that. But yeah, I I find that as well. My 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 clearest thoughts come in the gym. That's when I'm always writing down ideas for content and stuff like that, or in the shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's interesting what you just kind of said there as well. Is that sometimes people don't feel confident enough to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. No, what, they don't. What would be your best piece of advice to someone who's in that situation? Okay, so I've done a recent post this week about that as well. Basically, uh, people are more worried about what they look like themselves and what they what they do with you. Like, you yeah. put, when when I, so I've got a, you know a few female clients who are just feeling so lately they've come out of their show. I'm like, oh my god, this is so good to see because you've been so unconfident about this certain area. Like they get they walk into the gym, they think everyone's looking at them. They think they're going to be judging them for what they're doing, what they're wearing, how they're looking. I'm like. No one gives a shit, I promise you, no one cares. Like They are more interested in what they look like themselves to care about what you're doing. And listen, if they've got a problem with what you're doing or what they're wearing and how you look, then they're clearly very unhappy in their own life to be judging you yeah, or that's not how happening. you are. So my advice is just just block, block them out, get your headphones in, go in there, block the world out, stick some music on. I, I promise you no one's looking, no one cares. And if they do care, then they've got that, that's their problem. Yeah. That is their problem like, Again, it's that point of like just trying to learn not to give a shit. Like, what learn what to do and don't care about. What, learn what to focus your energy on, what to give your energy to. So, um, yeah, one of my PTs that I like, you know, I look up to, like his name's James Smith, and he says this um, this um, quote is like, "You only find out the weight of a rock when you pick it up." Yeah. So, not everything needs a reaction. Not everything needs. You don't give your energy to everything. Because it's wasting your own energy where you could be putting that into a better thing for yourself. Yeah, yeah, completely. Completely. That's a, that's a really great quote, actually. Yeah, it's, yeah. People decide, they're all, one thing I've learned lately as well, like what, what to and what not to give your energy to. And it's like, you know, if someone says a bad thing to me or something, which, you know, it happens a lot, I'm like, I don't care. Like, or if it, obviously, if it's something that I need to work on myself, then I would, but if it's like a, an insult or, someone yeah. doesn't like or unfollows me on Instagram or something like that I'm like okay because I don't care like 
You know, not everything needs a reaction, not everything needs your energy, and you save it for things that are going to better your life rather than fueling someone else's um, negativity. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good point. And I think one of my favorite quotes, I think, is uh, opinions are like bum holes. Everybody yeah. has them, yeah. and quite often they stink, right? And yeah, of course they do. Yeah. The, the beauty of opinion is we, we get to make a choice whether we accept it or whether we don't and I think for, for me when it comes to opinions it's always worth thinking about where that opinion comes from because if it comes from mm -hmm. an area of judgment then mm -hmm. that's more about the person who's giving you their opinion than it is about you yeah. um, and we, we kind of spoke a bit before that generally judgment comes from a place of fear not mm -hmm. from a place of, of power and I think the other thing as well is if someone's giving you their opinion you get you get to make a choice and you can say oh hold on if this person's giving me an opinion about the way I run my business, for example, yeah. do, do they have a business themselves? There's a difference between constructive criticism and yeah. someone just being an absolute arsehole. Yeah. Like, there, there is, you know, you know, if you're, like I said, if you're strong enough to deal with it, you know what to give your energy to and what to kind of take on and I need to work on that and then rather than actually you're just being an arsehole. Like, that's, yeah. there's a difference between that. Like, if someone's being horrible to you, if someone doesn't like the way you, where you're doing something, if someone says a horrible insult to you, someone's being a narcissist, so like, I actually come to a point, the reason why they're doing it is because it makes them feel better about their state of life. And they're trying to drag you down to their level of state because that's the only thing that they can do to get their thrills, get their, get their happiness because seeing other people feel like, like shit because they're not happy in what they're doing with their life. So it's all... Depending on what it is, but if someone insults you or someone says a horrible thing to you, it's a reflection of them, not you. Yeah. yeah. And it comes from probably sometimes comes from a bit of jealousy or a bit of bitterness. But when it comes to business or something like that, people like to see you do well, but they don't like to see you do too well. Because yeah. it, because what it does it it shows a lack of progress in their life. So they don't like to see you do well, but they're but they look that they so what they it, it brings up a point of okay, I'm going to bring them down because I'm obviously not progressing in my life. So why should they be going off and I'm not, I'm not allowed? You know, because it's lack of self-awareness again. So you have to keep switching the, switching the flip, sorry, flicking the switch. Get my words out in a minute. You know, like I think actually, am I going to take this personally or am I going to look at it as in, I feel sorry for them because they obviously jealous of where I'm going. Not for me personally, but that's how I want you to look, what people want to look at it, you know. But yeah. obviously, if it's somewhere that needs to be looked at, then you need to take it on and be like, actually reach out and be like, oh, maybe I do need help with that. But if it's an insult or someone's just basically being horrible to you, then it's usually a reflection of them. And yeah. not everything needs a reaction. Just stay in your lane and do you. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I saw something yesterday, actually, that that really struck me quite powerfully. It's a, it a quote by Jay Shetty. It's just around, um, don't worry about people's judgments don't worry about how people view what you're doing because 80% mm -hmm. of them don't care. 20% of them want to see you not do well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you think of it like that, actually, like you say, just stay in your lane, keep doing what you're doing. But if you've got, if you, what, how I like to build up this um, empowering feeling for people I work with or just and myself, like I said, often the people, the advice I give out to others is what I need to hear for myself is like, if you build up this kind of aura of what you do and don't, 
care about what is what what, what does and doesn't make you happy and what you do and don't uh, give a shit about for example then mm-hmm. nothing will affect you because you just you just block it out all the time you think i don't need that in my life i don't need that in my life i don't need that in my life and that's something lockdowns really taught me like um when everything's taken away from you you find out who you really are and what really yeah. matters and what you don't do and don't like you're saying and what you do and don't give a shit about like so um and what you do and don't what you do and don't want you know and it's and that but that also i'm afraid to say that that's with the people in your life as well you know yeah. some people don't like to see you like do well then you've got to leave certain people behind um take yourself out of certain environments because if it's not positively affecting your life then who are they to tell you what you can and can't do yeah completely completely and that that really resonates with me it's almost like um if if a situation or a person doesn't serve you any longer sometimes you just need to let them go yeah that and anyone of anything you know um and it runs a lot deeper than that like you could yeah family members for example you know what i mean like it doesn't doesn't need to be just this not it doesn't need to be from just um the people around you it could be anyone who isn't serving you anymore like stop talking to them as much stop giving them your energy because if they all they are is giving you negativity back and like and you're you realizing it's going to have an effect on you and your yeah. state of mind what they say like top five people you spend most time with are the people you become oh, wow. yeah yeah that's yeah. Probably not top five, but that means that it, we should split, switch that. If the environment isn't serving you, the environment you're in anymore, you've got to take yourself away from it. Mm-hmm. Take yourself away from it. Um, otherwise, you're going to be stuck in this this loop of not doing what you want to do with your life. Yeah, yeah, massively, massively. Cool. So I think that's uh, where we kind of end it there for for now sam but thank you so much for joining me and i hope uh hey, it's been a pleasure i hope we can do it again sometime yeah definitely definitely i've really enjoyed it um just before we cut off though could you give me i'm gonna put you on the spot your <laughs> oh, God. general top three tips not just fitness but for life and uh could you tell people where to find you to, to find some more inspiration to find me most i talk about all my waffle on um, instagram yeah, yeah. um so at, at sam burn pt um and then my facebook page is coaching by sp so they you can find me the most there uh, just talking absolute crap on a day-to-day basis but inspirational crap uh, so what top three tips for just anything yeah just for life. Life. Just for life yeah <sighs> mm, that is putting me on the spot top three <laughs> tips it's learn learn what not learn what to give your energy to and what not what to like what i always say you don't need to engage in everything all the time like not everything needs a reaction. Just think, is it, if, if it's not going to positively serve me, then like, I wouldn't, then don't give your energy to it. That's, yeah. And that's something that people need to learn that not, you know, not everything is a personal attack. It could be coming from a different perspective from that individual. It could be coming from a different plat, um, pattern from that individual and it could be coming from them rather than at you. Mm-hmm. So don't give you, learn, not, learn what to give your energy to and not what to. Just, yeah, learn not to give, give a shit about what, others think of you because if if something is stopping you from if the, if the, fit, the fear or judgment from others is stopping you pursuing something that you want to do in your life then that then you should be going after it like if you're already thinking oh what about what's this person going to think of what i'm doing then you've already failed yeah then you should be going after it like the, if people have got a problem with it then that's their problem and not yours mm. so again it's all it all revolves around energy it all rolls around energy like if you're if you're stopping doing something that you want to do because you've the fear of other people feeling like they're gonna 
judge you or something like that, then that's not right for you. Yeah. That's what I will say. Mm, Top three, that's what two. Something that I need to learn myself is to take risks as well. Yeah. Got to take risks. What's the worst that can happen? You fail. You tick that one off. That wasn't, that didn't work for me. You you go after another passion. You go after another journey. You go after another job. So uh, people, the fear, the limiting belief that people have of like, just not, they think that where, that where they are right now is where they need to be, where they're going to be. They feel like they're stuck. Feel like they're stuck. And, you know, you've got the power to do whatever the hell you want to do with your life. You just need to believe in yourself enough to do it. But I hate that word, believe in yourself. You just got to take action. But address the areas are where you could, where you need to change to adhere to a positive impact in your life. But just, just be yourself. Do you, like, don't aspire to be anyone. Don't compare do your own journey and then good things will happen. Good things will happen. Comparison is a feed for joy after all. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And I uh, think... Yeah. I mean, I probably went off a little bit of a tangent there. That was more than no, a few no. points, but... <laughs> I think you got three points in there and I think um, I'll just pick up on the take risk part. Hmm. The interesting thing is when you when you go and take risks, um, the thing that's holding you back is the fear of the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Usually the worst case scenario is never as bad as you think. Take not... like just making a decision to start a business and leave your job. The worst case scenario is the business fails and you go and, out, and you, you go get your job. So you're just exactly where you are. And there's yeah. nothing that's changed. You no. go ask someone out, you go up and ask them out. They say why don't, pe- why don't people ever look at the wor- the best case scenario exactly. rather than the worst case scenario? Oh, what if I do succeed? What if I do follow a passion? What if I do follow something that doesn't, it's not going to feel like a job, it's going to feel like a hobby. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, I'm making a living from helping people break past mental barriers. And that's the most fulfilling thing in the world. It's yeah. a fulfilling thing in the world. You know, I say this a lot, like there's no, what, just by, nothing gives me more joy than receiving a message from someone saying, you've helped me break past that mental barrier. I'm like, Fuck, like that's me helping that person. I'm like, I don't get, I don't, yeah, sometimes it just doesn't sink in. So it's the best feeling. Just go after what you want from your life and don't feel like that you're stuck where you are right now if it's not serving you anymore. Yeah, yeah, completely. And I think that's, uh, that's such a powerful way to end it because actually, mm. to sum up who you are as a person, you're a PT, but you're a PT who could be the most important person for someone in their life. You could create a change in someone that completely changes them forever. I don't, yeah, I just don't want to feel like they have to be where they are right now is where, they, where they're going to be the rest of their life, you know, and, it's, and if I can make a living out of that, then so I'm winning, I'm winning, that's it, I'm winning, so, yeah, it's good, don't, I, I, yeah, I can't believe it sometimes, I feel like this is me helping these people, but I'm like, that's me, that's cool, that's cool, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, that's good. Awesome, well, thank you so much for joining us, Sam. Um, no, thanks for having me, mate, I hope we can do it again sometime. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But um, if, if you guys want to check out Sam, give him a shout on Instagram. Uh, what was it? At Sam Bowen PT? At Sam Bowen PT. Yeah. Um, and you can see... Co- like, Facebook is Coaching by SB. Awesome. And like Sam says, you can see some of his inspirational waffle on the daily uh, on there. But cheers, Sam. And, um, You're welcome, mate. Thank we'll you for having me. Happy Saturday, mate. Take care. Awesome. You too, man.
thank you so much for joining us on on this week's episode. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed learning more about Sam and finding some inspiration from our conversation. Um, and like I say, you can find his socials. I've also linked them in the show notes below if you wanted to uh, connect with Sam. Or equally, if you are hearing this and you want to connect more with me, you can find me on Instagram at CootsJack or on LinkedIn at Jack Coots. Otherwise, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I really appreciate you for taking the time to listen. You are amazing, and I will see you on the next episode.